This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Greetings and welcome to this edition of the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Today's show comes from September 23rd back in 2013. NFL tight end legend Reggie Kelly is in. Reggie's not in to talk much football. He's going to sit down with Greg and they're going to chop it up on Kaivon Foods. Let's get to it. Here is Greg with Reggie Kelly from September 23rd, 2014. Uh, My first guest tonight had a 12-year career as a tight end in the NFL from 1999 to 2011, playing both for the Atlanta Falcons and Cincinnati Bengals. Tonight, we talk about his other passion, maybe a little football. His Kaivan Foods product line to include barbecue sauces, uh, other specialty sauces, salsas, rubs, seasonings, and one of my dear favorites, apple butter to boot. So let's race over to the hotline and welcome first-timer to the show, Reggie Kelly joining us. Reggie, how are you, buddy? Greg, how you doing, man? I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, absolutely, uh, Reggie. Appreciate you buying, uh, making time for the show tonight. Uh, where do we find you? Home-based out of Atlanta? Are you uh, still up in the Ohio area? Where are you at? Yeah, we're back home. I'm down south I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, but I also, you know, back and forth to Mississippi. You know, obviously I was born and raised in Mississippi. I have a lot of family there, a lot of, you know, close ties in Mississippi. My wife and I were high school sweethearts. So it's a must that we get back to Mississippi as much as we can and also let our kids, you know, get, get and see their roots as well. Uh, Reggie, let me ask you, as far as background in food, is that something that was – like a big part of your family growing up, uh, you know, friends, family, always something going around in the kitchen or outside on the grill, or is this a, a passion that you found a little bit later in life? No, man, this, this this has always been a passion in my family. I grew up around a family of cooks, not a family of chefs, but just cooks. Everybody can cook and everybody claims that they are the best cook in my family, but obviously I am the best. Right. Without, without, I can say that since I'm doing this radio interview. That's right. <laughs> but but I, I grew up in that type of a setting. Uh, we'd make any excuse, my family and I would make any excuse to get together and cook. And normally that cooking involves some type of barbecuing, some type of great size. It also involves some type of sporting event, be it football or basketball or baseball. I mean, I think the two just go hand in hand. You know, sports plus food is equal so much fun. So it's I've been fortunate enough to play in the NFL, and I'm fortunate enough to start my own food business. It just doesn't get any better than that. Reggie Kelly is my guest. A couple of different places to check him out. Kai Van, K-Y-V-A-N, the numerals 82.com is the website, at Kvan82 on the Twitter. Um, Reggie, you have a unique product uh, business name. Uh, is it Kai Van or, or Kai Von? I don't want to mispronounce it. Yes, it, it, it's Kai Von. And, uh, basically, um, you know, basically I, I combine my, my kids' name. My daughter's name is Kyla. My son's name is Kevin. I combine the two to come up with Kevin. And so, um, you know, since my kids' names are on these products and on the label, I want to make sure that these products are full of flavor, full of quality. And just like my kids, 
very unique. So I wanted to, to make sure that I represented my family to the fullest. Is, is the Kaivon brand or, or business something that you were kind of tossing around, messing around with during your time in the NFL, or is this something that is really a post-NFL type situation for you? Well, you know, this, this business really wasn't intentional by any stretch of the imagination. You know, I enjoy giving back to the community and um, during the holiday seasons, especially Thanksgiving and Christmas. My wife and I, we, we give turkeys and hams to the elderly in my hometown. And then another passion of mine is, is giving back to the kids. And so on a couple of occasions, you know, my wife and I, we threw free football camps uh, for the kids back home in my hometown of Aberdeen, Mississippi. Uh, we gave, gave them free NFL gear. Uh, great football camp, and I also invited my teammates and peers from all over the country to come out and just reward the kids who exemplify some type of academic excellence. But after the football camp, Greg, you know, in true Southern tradition, um, my family cooked for all the volunteers and cooked for all my teammates, and they couldn't start raving about how good the food was. I mean, they kept raving so much that I said, man, if people really like this down south cooking so much, we might as well do something with it. And so we gathered our family secrets, which was pretty easy to do. And I pitched the idea to retailers like Walmart and so many other fine retailers to carry our products. And the rest is history. So it really wasn't anything intentional. It started based off me giving back to the community. And because of me giving back, it seems like the community gave back to me. Reggie Kelly is my guest. Uh, you know, Reggie, it seems that the more I talk to folks that have gotten into a sauce business or a, a rub business or something along that specialty line, especially the successful ones, that there were flagship products that got them off the ground. And then over time, they added additional items as they saw fit to kind of diversify their products offering portfolio. Did Kaivan start with its own uh, flagship or anchor products and then kind of grow out as it has today? Or did you offer everything that you do today right at the beginning? Now, you know, it actually started with our sauce. That, that's our foundation, our hot and mild honey apple sauce. And I know that sounds like a strange combination, but it's actually a great product. No artificial anything in that. We add a little bit of honey with some apples to give you a nice sweetness and some cilantro and peppers to balance things out. That was our startup uh, product. That product has really given us, you know, has really set, set the tone for, for Tiger Foods. And that was the actual product that I took to Walmart doing my first meeting with them and they fell in love with it and then that's when they were interested in some of our other products and now we're selling about eight products on the market right now but hands down when most people think of Kaiser Foods the first product that comes to mind is our honey apple sauce it's definitely a staple for our brand you sent me uh the salsa the barbecue sauce and the apple butter and uh, I'm a huge fan of it. I don't think it's kind of like pizza for me. I don't think I've met an apple butter that I haven't absolutely adored and, and loved on, uh, especially toast or muffins or what have you. Uh, it was it was phenomenal. Um, the barbecue sauce we could talk about a little a little bit. I was I don't want to say I was scared of apple salsa, but you read the labels, you point it out, and you're like, huh. I don't know about that. So we had a party. Uh, some of our uh, friends were over, uh, people we like to uh, uh, carouse with on the weekends. And I said, hey, uh, this NFL dude just sent me this stuff to test out. Let's break out this salsa and let's go around the room and see what it, that stuff was gone literally in 10 minutes. It was absolutely insanely good. <laughs> well, that's, that's the type of reviews and that's the type of feeling that we're trying to, to 
to get from all of our fans and from all of our customers. You know, normally when people go out and purchase our product at retail stores, I always tell them, make sure you get more than one jar. Because I would hate for you to actually have to waste gas to go right back up to the grocery store once you devoured the first jar in 15 to 20 minutes. And because it is that good, and that, that was our plan, that was our purpose. And, you know, great, it, it, makes, it makes me feel really good inside when I know that people all over the country are enjoying my family recipes. Because that's what it's all about. You know, when I was a little boy, you know, my gra- grandmother, she stayed right next door to me. And so she was pretty much like my mother. She took good care of us when my parents were at work. My grandma used to always cook great meals. She made breakfast, lunch, dinner, and desserts. And she always told me, she was like, Reggie, baby, when you cook, make sure you do it with love. Make sure you cook in such a way where first-time visitors will feel at home or they will feel a part of the Kelly family. And I remember my grandmother telling me that when I was a little boy. And then when I brought our food line, our family recipes to the market, I wanted people to feel exactly the way I've been feeling all of my life. I wanted them to feel love, and I wanted their souls to be stirred. So that's the reason why we call the brand Kyvan Soul Food Selections. Uh, that website, again, Kyvan82.com, if you want to check it out, order up some products as well. Uh, maybe you're uh, lucky enough to be around a retailer. Uh, so let me back out just for a second here, if I could, Reggie, because there's a lot of people here in the barbecue industry that you know might be like yourself to a certain degree. Maybe they've crafted a sauce or a rub or, or some other uh, type of a, a product that everybody just raves about. And there's you gotta you have to take this to market, get it out there. It'll sell like hotcakes. When do you decide to give uh, the business a, a legit shot? Like, what year was that? And what do you think some of the most important first steps that you took or advice that you would give anybody uh, to get this thing off the ground? To put in your request for a future show, please contact John Solberg via email at john, J-O-N, at the bbqcentralshow.com. That's right. If you need me, john, J-O-N, at the bbqcentralshow.com. Just that easy. Love to hear from you. Always great to get your feedback, good or bad. I can handle it. I'm not going to mess around today. This is a good interview. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to get back into it and finish it up. Here's segment two of Reggie Kelly with Greg Rempe from September 23rd, 2014. And what do you think some of the most important first steps that you took or advice that you would give anybody uh, to get this thing off the ground? Um, you know, it, it's, it's actually a long, strenuous process, you know, from, from getting the recipes and then taking the recipes to the manufacturer and, and getting it formulated to where the product is FDA approved, um, it's shelf stable for six to six, six to 12 months, which is something very important to retailers. And it, it is a long, strenuous process. There's so many steps that you have to take to get the product from the table, from your kitchen table to the actual, to the actual retail stores. And the actual retail shelves, and, and it did take us a long time. It took us about, I would say, about five to seven years of doing our due diligence, dotting every I, crossing every T, before we actually had the opportunity to finally present the product um, to, to manufacturers. But once you get at, at that level, and once you get at that state, and pretty much the rest, you know, the, the, the rest is history. You know, from that point, once you get it on the shelf, then you actually have to make sure that you get the product sold. And, and normally, a, a lot of a lot of people that have really good barbecue sauces and are known in their communities uh, for having a really good barbecue sauce, 
um, they have a really good fan base already. So once the product goes into a retail store, it is going to sell like hotcakes. But it, it's a it's step-by-step process that you have to go through. And it is tough. Don't get me wrong. The food industry is tough because I've gone great to a lot of retailers, and they tell me the same thing. They say, well, everybody has a barbecue sauce. Everybody says that their barbecue sauce is the best. But you need to let us know how is this barbecue sauce going to sell and make not only you money, but also make the retailer money. And so um, you have to make sure that you factor all of those things in because if you don't, and if you're not willing to do the little things right, then your business is not going to succeed. And that's one thing I learned on the football field and in this industry. If you do the little things right, the big things will fall. Let me let me ask you to uh, just expand on that a little bit more because you bring up a unique point, one that I've made time and time again here as I've done the show, and I've really seen a proliferation of barbecue sauces hit the market, especially over the last three or four years. You go into any grocery store now, you have roughly five or ten million to choose from. You can go into specialty barbecue sauce uh, stores that have even more than that. So when they ask you, how do you differentiate or, or how are you going to make us money aside from yourself? What kind of details are you telling them that separate a Reggie Kelly barbecue sauce from one of the really uh, thousands that are existing out there? Well, the first thing you have to do, you have to have a really good sales pitch. And it has to be a sales pitch that not only they will believe, but that you believe yourself. Uh, most of these buyers are not just listening. They've heard stories from thousands and thousands of people trying to get their product in their stores. But they want stores that's going to be believable. They want to have a sales pitch that's going to resonate with, with their customers. And not only that, they want to have a great strategy. They want to see something as far as a great marketing plan, a great marketing plan, a great presentation to where they can see it. They can see these are the steps that you're going to take as a vendor, as a supplier. And, and, and by you taking these steps, this is going to help ensure that the product is going to sell. You know, a lot of them, they like to have numbers to in front of them to see, you know, your product selling so many thousands of units before they'll take a shot at you. But primarily, for, for the most part, you know, me doing business for this short period of time that I've done it, whenever I've done, you know, interviews or whenever I've met, you know, say, for instance, buyers for from a Walmart, they always say the same thing. Give me a good sales test. Let me know why I should take advantage of this, this opportunity or if it will be an opportunity for, for me. And what I always tell them, I give them, like I just told you guys, how the story began. You know, with my family, you know, loving to cook. I started out in the community. I'm big in the community. And because of the community, I was able to, to get this product and bring it to market. And I believe that one taste, you will appreciate the goodness. Normally when I say something like that, that normally resonates with the buyers. And everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own story of how, that, how their product began and how this idea began. But it has to be very believable. Reggie Kelly is my guest uh, talking about his product, uh, food product line here on the show. Um, Reggie, does being Reggie Kelly give you any advantage uh, from Jump Street on this type of a thing where, you know, if these were my recipes, uh, I guess maybe this is a better way to ask it. Would I have uh, the same opportunities to get this out and, and be as successful as you are? with them currently if I was not you and having the NFL career behind me? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that say, oh, Reggie Kelly played in the NFL, blah, 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 and, and I'm just some schmuck on the street. Sure it does. Sure, without a shadow of a doubt, and I'd be naive if I didn't mention that. Because I played in the NFL, sure, it does give me an edge. 
you know, people are willing to listen to me. Um, but but I will say this, you know, I, I've gone to a few hundred and few hundred meetings with some of these retailers, some of these general managers and presidents and so forth and so forth. And they all say the same thing. They say a lot of athletes, you know, come into this business and they just try to make money based off of their name. Yep. They try to put their product on the shelf just based off of their name. And the product may not be a good product. They may not stand behind the product. They may not have a good marketing plan. So nine times out of 10, within two to three years, it's going to fail. And so most of the retailers I've, I've dealt with, though I do have an edge and they're willing to listen to me, a lot of them are very skeptical. A lot of them have, have, have expressed to me that they do not like doing business with athletes because of that, that, that point I just mentioned. They feel like athletes feel like we have it made so we can just present a product to them and because of our name, it's supposed to sell. And that has proven to be a very bad um, equation. That's proven to be a very bad formula. I've learned in this business, it doesn't matter how big your name is as an athlete, you're still going to have to do your due diligence. You're still going to have to market the product correctly. You're still going to have to have the right people to go in and, and, and make sure that the product is sold. And if you don't, you are going to be a failure. One thing that I would tell um, people that, that are not athletes or who do not have a celebrity name is that you're going to have to grind. I mean, you if, if it's something that you believe in, you're gonna have to call people, even if it's you have, to, even if it means you have to call them hundreds of times before they finally answer you. You need to do that because eventually they will get tired of you calling, tired of you leaving messages, <laughs> and then that's your opportunity to really give a great sales pitch. And I've seen it happen. Um, there have been people who have come to me and have asked favors of me and wanted me to join ventures with them, and so forth and so forth. And they called and called and called. Not sure how they got my number. <laughs> But they've called and called, and because they've called so much, I say, well, you know what? It's very persistent. If they're that persistent, but just talking to me on the phone, I believe that they would be, they would show that same type of persistence when they actually get their product on the market. And so persistence is the key. If you don't have a marquee name, you can never replace hard work, and you can never replace persistence. Reggie Kelly joining me here on the show. Kaivon82.com is the website if you want to check it out here while we're talking at kaivon 82 on the Twitter, if you want to follow him on Twitter, uh, see what he's up to uh, in the social media. Uh, how big of a of a deal has social media been for you and, and for the company, Reggie? Oh, it's tremendous because it's free advertising. I mean, free. If it's free, it's me. Trust me. Hey, that's my <laughs> saying. What are you doing? That's that's my line. That's rule you know, number two of the show. If it's free, it's me. <laughs> well, you know, they say great minds think alike. That's right, so they, Rich. There you have it, my friend. Great minds think alike. And so, the truth. You know, anytime you have an opportunity to take advantage of something free and still get maximum results from it, then you, then you need to take advantage of it. We live in a digital society right now. Traditional forms of marketing are becoming obsolete, like newspapers and things of that nature. More people are, are, are being able to connect a little bit more uh, with digital marketing, social media, um, that's, that's just the edge that you have, and so I, I love taking advantage of it. And um, you know, I have a I have a really good marketing company that does a great job of posting very relevant stuff, stuff that's entertaining, stuff that captures the eye, and is working well for us. So any company, any startup company, especially, if you need to save dollars as far as on marketing, social media is definitely the route to go. You know, Reggie, uh, the products are are doing very well. Uh, you have a, a number of them in the line right now. Uh, you know, I always hate in job interviews, people ask you, if, you know, where do you see yourself three, four or five years from now? But as far as your company is concerned and the products that you have, 
Uh, are you content with the line of products that you have now? Uh, would you like to add? And, and where would you ultimately like to see Kaivan Foods in, in the future? Well, from, from the beginning, it's always been my goal to be a national, international brand, not just a regional brand. Right now, our products are primarily sold in the Southeast. We're sold in every store in the Southeast, but every state in the Southeast and also some, some Northern states. And so um, it's my goal to continue to expand the brand until we become a, a household name. And we have, you know, right now we have on the market about 12 products, but there are 30 total products in, in the pipeline. And to be quite frank, to be quite honest, which we could get tons and tons more of our family recipes. Um, but, you know, it's, this is something that I'm passionate about. I love the game of football. I love food. And I'm just doing what I, what I love to do. And I believe when you do what you love to do, it's really not work at all. It's, it's fun. And so it's a lot of hard work, but I believe that my dreams will become a reality. Uh, I'm a blue-collar type of a person, Greg. You know, um, I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth. I had to work extremely hard for everything that I've accomplished in life. I had to work extremely hard, you know, to make it to Mississippi State and then to stay in the NFL for 13 years. I was what they call a garbage man. I did all the dirty work. A lot of the jobs that a lot of the um, <laughs> prima donnas didn't want to do. On the football field, I was the guy that the coaches turned to to do that. So I don't, I don't mind putting on my steel toe boots and my hard hat and going to work to, to build the foundation, you know, this food line. I know it's going to take for a lot of hard work, and I'm willing to do that, Greg. You know, um, that's the reason why, you know, I don't have like, I don't have like a company behind me, um, um, investors and all of that thing. This is my wife and I company. We started from the ground up. Um, this is our family business. And we're going to keep it a family business until one day I can pass it along to my kids. And so because my kids are my motivation, I want to make sure that I have a company that's full of integrity, that does things the right way, and project the right image. I love that guy. That's a great interview. It really is. That guy's enthusiastic, energetic. I like what the vibe he's putting out. And uh, Greg does a great job with that interview. For sure. Hey, call to action at the end here. Subscribe to the Barbecue Central Show via podcast. You can do that over at thebbqcentralshow.com. Please follow the Barbecue Central Show on your social media platform. It is at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook. Very much appreciated. Drop me an email. You got the address. Until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, John Solberg. I do look forward to talking to you again soon.